Hi everyone, Chris Pell here from the IELTS VIP podcast. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. So let me tell you what these podcasts are. So we run a very, very successful IELTS course called the IELTS VIP course. One thing we do for our students is once a week we say, give us a question and we will make a whole podcast on it. A very, very long, deep dive into a common IELTS question. And the question we have this week is quite an interesting question because it affects everybody. And I think this can mean the difference between you passing and not passing the test. Or not only I think, I know this will make a huge difference and have a huge impact on people. Everything? So uh, the question today is how do I stay motivated during my IELTS preparation? How do I stay motivated during my IELTS preparation? And this comes from one of our VIP students, one of a student who has paid $500 for our course and is obviously very, very motivated to pay that kind of money, but still struggles with motivation. And there are three things that I want to talk about today. Number one, motivation and whether it actually works or not. Number two, habits. And number three, discipline. So let's talk about whether motivation works. So you only have to look at Instagram or Facebook for five minutes before you see some picture with a motivating quote on it and you know a sunset or like a dad walking along a beach with his son and some like inspirational quote and do these things actually work so if they did work everybody would be a millionaire and have six packs and have live a very very happy life but these motivational quotes obviously do not work and also, I could talk about in the context of IELTS, I could talk about if you pass the test, you're going to be in the country of your dreams, doing the job of your dreams. Uh, you know, everything is going to get much, 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 much better. That doesn't work either. So I've worked with thousands of students over the years, and I've worked with students who, for example, doctors who are earning like $500 a month in their home country, and they've got a job offer and they could earn $250,000, they're very, you know, a consultant in, in America or Australia or Canada, and they still aren't motivated to do, to do the work. I've, had, I've worked with people who are in very, very bad situations in countries that have conflict in them or a famine in them or very, a lot of problems in them, and they, all they have to do is pass the IELTS test and they can move to a much, much, much better country and get the score that uh, get the score they need and help their family that doesn't provide the motivation for them so to be honest I don't think motivational quotes I don't think thinking about the future and thinking about how amazing your life is going to be I don't think that motivates anyone um, you know if it did then no one would need my help that's because they would just do the work and get the score that they needed the other thing to think about is whether a stick is going to motivate you. So we often talk about a carrot and a stick. A carrot is something in the future that will motivate you to keep going, such as having a better job or more money or a better life for your family. The other end of that is the stick. So something bad is going to happen if you don't do this thing. So the bad thing that's going to happen is you're going to fail your test. You're going to have to spend a huge amount of time and a huge amount of money doing the test again and studying again. Does that motivate people? Again, no, it really doesn't motivate people. I have worked with thousands of students and I've told many of them, if you do not do the work, you will fail. 
thousands of them just don't do the work. So to be honest, motivation just doesn't work. So how can you stay motivated throughout your preparation? Don't look for motivational quotes or motivation at all. Look for something else that actually does work. And there are two things that actually do work. The first thing is habits. The second thing is discipline. So let's talk about habits. So if you get into the habit of doing work every single day and doing a little bit every single day, as time progresses, you'll look back and you'll realize that you've done all the work because that's what we're really talking about. We're not talking about getting the scores we need. We're talking about doing the work because if you do the work, you're going to get the scores you need. If you don't do the work, you're not going to get the scores you need. So it is about developing those habits that ensure that you do the work every single day or you know, five days a week or six days a week. Take a day off if you want. So what can we do? So let me share with you the most effective um, thing that I think develops really, really good habits in terms of completing everything. So number one, what you want to do is you want to combat overwhelm. So overwhelm is when you have so many things in front of you that you just get completely overwhelmed and you, you, you are paralyzed, you can't do anything. So a really good example of this is going from like a band six, 6.5 to a band seven, 7.5. There are sh that's a sh huge thing that you need to accomplish. And there are many, 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 many things that you need to do. Some of the, the students who join our course, when they first join and they look at our course, they just, they freak out, they're like, I, ca I can't do this. I just, I can't do all of this work. So the trick to combating overwhelm is to sit down and break everything down into manageable pieces. And you don't, you don't eat a big dinner. You don't eat a big steak by getting the whole steak and trying to shove it into your mouth. You, you eat a steak by cutting one little piece at a time. Exactly the same when you're preparing for the IELTS test you need to cut it into little pieces and do those pieces. So what can you do practically to make that happen? So what I would suggest you do, number one, you need to find out what work you need to do. So there's no point in saying, I want a 6.5 or I want a seven or I want an eight when you don't know the, the, the path to follow to get there because there's a very specific path. So number one, find out what you need to do. You can find that out yourself by doing your own research or even better, get a teacher, someone who knows what they're doing to tell you, to give you a plan of action. And that's going to help you. That's the first step. The second step is to figure out how much time you have between now and your test. And be realistic here. Don't be like, you know, I, I, this is going to sound harsh, but don't be like a baby. A baby will say like, I want this and I want this now. So many of the students that I work with say, I want a band eight and I want it in two weeks or I want it in four weeks. It's like you're behaving like a child. That's how my four year old talks. He doesn't even talk like that. Um, you need to be realistic about the amount of time that it's going to take you. Again, getting a teacher, getting an expert to help you with that and give you a timeline is really, really going to help you. But let's say it is 10 weeks. Okay, let's say you have 10 weeks and you have a lot of things to do. What you do is you get a calendar with 10 weeks on it. Let's say you work six days a week. Let's say, you know, you do six days a week of work. You will have seven or 60 squares. So 10 weeks, six days a week, 60 squares on your calendar. Then what you do is you take the work 
all divided into little pieces and put it in each little square. So you're going to have 60 squares with, and each square is going to have a little bit of work to do every single day. And then what do you do? Surprise, surprise, you do it, all right? That, that is the key. Don't sit down and plan everything out and have it on your wall and then don't do it. Do that little bit of work every single day and that's where discipline comes in. You have to set yourself time aside each day. Doesn't matter what happens, doesn't matter whether you have kids or you have work or you know the football is on or your friends want you to go out and socialize. That time, that one hour or two hours or however long it is, that is sacred. You do not touch that time. You don't let anything else infringe on it and you get the discipline to sit down and do it every single day. And if you fall back, which you shouldn't do if you have discipline, get it done, get caught up. Because if you don't get caught up, it will just be overwhelming. You won't be able to get anything done. So the third thing is discipline. Motivation doesn't work. Habits, developing those habits and being disciplined does work. And there's a quote that I wanna share from you from one of my mentors, which is Jocko Willink, who says discipline equals freedom. So discipline, when you say that word, it's a lot of people think that it's a negative word because they think that it's, it means that they're going to have to do something that they don't want to do. But if you change your mindset and think about discipline as actually a positive thing, because discipline equals freedom, then you're going to have much more success with it. So what does discipline equals freedom mean? So let's give you a very, very simple example. If you are disciplined with your money, so you don't you know, get your money each month and you don't spend it on stupid things, um, and you're very, very disciplined with it, then you have the freedom to spend your money on whatever you want because you're disciplined with your money. Let's think about time. If you get up early every morning, let's say you get up at 5 a.m. every morning instead of getting up at 8 a.m. every morning, you have three extra hours in the day. You get more freedom. You have more freedom with your time. Let's think about health. If you're disciplined about exercise and disciplined about the food that you put in your mouth and you don't smoke and you don't drink so much, then you're going to have a lot of freedom in your life because you will be healthy. And if you have a healthy body and healthy mind, you're going to have a lot of freedom. So in this context, if you are disciplined enough to put in six weeks, 10 weeks, three months, six months, however long it takes to do that little bit of work every single day, then you will have the freedom to get that IELTS certificate and go anywhere you want in the world. So discipline in that respect does equal freedom. So hopefully that helped a lot of you. Don't go on Instagram and try and find a motivational quote. They're not going to help you. Don't watch a motivational speaker or you know listen to motivational music or watch motivational YouTube videos. They might work for a day. They might work for two days, but they're not going to work for months, which is the type of discipline that you need to in order to be successful in this test. So that's how you stay motivated throughout your IELTS preparation. The key is don't listen to this podcast or watch this video and be like, yeah, I'm gonna do it and I'll do it tomorrow. Get it done now. Sit down with your calendar, populate it and get it done. It's the only way to do it. And that is much, much better than waiting, doing nothing. And then you sitting there, you open the paper, you see that IELTS question and you know that you're gonna fail and you're gonna to have to fail again and again and again and again until you get that discipline. So 
Hopefully that helped a lot of you. If you need any other help, feel free to go to our website, IELTSadvantage.com. You'll find free help there with IELTS writing, speaking, reading, listening, vocabulary, grammar. Everything you need is on IELTSadvantage.com. If you want some help, our personal help, so we talked about today about someone helping you come up with a syllabus, someone telling you your weaknesses, what you need to work on, someone helping you, uh, get, you know, give you feedback, tell you exactly what your scores are going to be, work out how much time you need before your test. We help people with that. We don't help everybody. We only work with a very, very small number of people. But if you are interested in that, feel free to send me an email and either myself or one of my team will talk to you about whether we can work with you or not. My Email address is chris at ieltsadvantage.com, chris at ieltsadvantage.com. And you'll find all our details on our website. Check out our Facebook page, our Instagram, our YouTube, um, and you'll get all the information there too. Thank you very much, guys. We will make another podcast on Thursday, and it's on something that I cannot remember. So... You'll just have to tune in uh, <laughs> on Thursday for that one. Um, tomorrow, we will be on our Facebook page and our uh, YouTube um, channel, and we'll be doing another video. We'll be focusing on IELTS reading tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're going to look at skimming and scanning. Um, and on Friday, we're all on Facebook and YouTube. We're going to be looking at matching headings so we're going to give you a step-by-step -step strategy for matching headings reading questions um, and i can't remember what the podcast is going to be on thursday but we'll figure that out before thursday i can't read that just <laughs> how to improve your reading skills okay thank you very much and i'll see you tomorrow if i catch you then or thursday for the next podcast Thank you very much, guys. Hope you got some motivation from that and that you start to implement some discipline. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.